Let's get to the picks. Stop kicking the table. That's not unpopular, that's outrageous. Throw it in the Google machine. Father and son, football talk. Hello again, everybody. Andy Crazeman here, along with my pal Drew. Drew, say hello to her. Stop laughing. Say hello to everybody. Hello. No, say it like you mean it. Hello. Jeez, I'll tell you. It's, good. it's hard to find good help these days. How are we doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. How was school this week? It was good. It was Short week. Let's see how it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Short week. Only three days. Did you learn anything this week? No, we did pretty boring stuff this week, Thanksgiving week. Are you thankful? Oh, uh, yeah. Thanksgiving, we got people coming over today. We got a lot of people coming over today. We do have a lot of people. How many people are coming over today? Is it 28? So, we are going to have 28 people here. So, I'll build my coffee. Son of a... Oh, man. Nutcracker. Nutcracker. I like that. I might use that one day. Um, it's all right. You know what? It's the basement. It's not finished. No one cares. You know what? We'll remind me to bring a rag down here later, and we'll clean that up. Um, you're totally going to forget. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Um, thankful. Yeah. So, listen... What are you thankful for? You know, it's 2021. What are, what are you thankful for in 2021? I'm thankful for my family. Oh, and we're thankful for you. Thankful for my friends that I've some that live close to me. And they, and they're thankful for you. Yeah. And I'm thankful that we got a new dog. And she is thankful for you. Because I think by far of everyone who lives in this house, you are by far her favorite. That's you don't think no. so? No. Oh, she cries. Well, you leave her room, she cries. I leave her room and I got like a paw booting me out the door. And you, know, you leave the room and <laughs> it's the waterworks turn on. Didn't you pull her by like her tail the one time? I, well, I didn't want to go into the room, so it was all I could grab and it was her tail, all right? So listen, it's fine. Think less of me as a human being, but you know what? It's plugs over by their ear. <laughs> Oh my God! Your sister said the same thing. Like how, how you know? Listen, back in the old days, and this is before oh. this is before my time. Yeah, this is like the prehistoric times. You know, people used to get like the nuns when they used to teach school. They used to drag kids by their ears down to the principal's office when they were bad. That's great. It's a true story. That's great. Ask your mother about that. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mommy's older than me. Uh, yeah, by like six months. Yeah, I know. So. I, Nobody else. Nobody else knew that, though. Uh, all right. So listen. Uh, before we get into football, I saw something in the Google. What is your favorite side dish for Thanksgiving? You know, today being Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If we did, we didn't start with that. We probably should have started with that. Wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Maybe if you're more than within like 14 feet of the <laughs> microphone, people might be able to hear you. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, say happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Excellent. everybody. Hey, listen, favorite, obviously, you know, turkey's the big thing today. There's, our, I'm sure there's some people that might do ham as well. But uh, favorite side dish of Thanksgiving? Yours. Rolls. Really? Uh, I just said that to be funny, but um, not really. Turkey's my favorite. So, but what's your favorite side dish? So what's side your favorite dish. thing that goes with the turkey? So, you know, is it the mashed potatoes? Is it the stuffing? Is it the rolls? Is it the broccoli bake thing your mother makes? Is it the Brussels sprouts, the corn, the cranberries? Probably the 
corn or the cranberry sauce. One of those two. So you're going with corn or cranberries? Yeah. All right. So I threw it in the Google machine. What about you? Well, hang on. So I threw it in the Google machine. And I Googled the most popular Thanksgiving side dishes for each state. Oh. <laughs> and this was this was this came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this came courtesy of No, don't cheat cuz I'm going to ask you some questions about this. So don't oh. go look. Yeah, let's look at your own computer screen. Okay. Don't go looking at mine. Okay, okay, okay. Um so this came out of Staten Island, New York. Zipia is the research organization that um, put this together. So, you know, we live in New York State. Last, last I York checked. State. Now, mind you, we're the overwhelming minority because, you know, you have those people down in like Manhattan and Staten Island and New York City that, you know, they, they dominate the state of New York. We just exist to support them. See. But number one side dish in New York State. And I find this fascinating because what they have is number one in New York State. We don't even serve in our house on Thanksgiving. I bet I know what it is. Though. What is it? Mac and cheese. It is not mac and cheese, but I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, man, how, how many times am I going to see mac and cheese in this list? It is not mac and cheese. Um, what else do people serve on Thanksgiving? In fact, the more I look at I don't think mac and cheese made the list for any state. Oh, no, it did. It made it for two states. Which ones? The two V states. Virginia and Vermont? Virginia and Vermont, the two V states. Number one side dish was macaroni and cheese. New York. New York State. We don't, we don't serve it? We do not. In fact, this is so unique that no other state even has this on their list. What is it? It is sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Yeah, I made the same face you did. If this, if we were on YouTube right now, you you look like The Rock raising his eyebrow, like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, yeah, sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Who knew? We don't even eat sweet potatoes. We eat mashed potatoes. We, we have we have mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes was number one of all of the states. Yeah, I was thinking it would be either that or stuffing. Yeah, number number one was mashed potatoes by far. Um, actually, stuffing only made it on to, I think, stu- I see stuffing on three. Three states have stuffing. No, four states have, no, three states have stuffing. And they're all in the Northeast. Can you name the three states? They're all in the Northeast? They're all in the Northeast. Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, no, yeah. Okay, you got two more. Maryland? Not Maryland, but you're close with the M. Massachusetts. Oh, you're getting closer with the M. What are there two M's? Are there? You gotta keep move move further north. Massachusetts, Maine. Maine, and then you got one more. Is that like- just to the west of Maine? Is oh, I don't. You can tell the geography plays a role in uh, some of these uh, favorite categories. I'm not big. Do I have to tell Mr. Morris you need Wait, some help in geography? St- what does it start with? No, I'm not telling you that. What states west of Maine? Yeah, the main main's one in the no, top right hand corner there. Yeah, is it New Orleans? New Orleans. No, that's who the Bills play tonight. Yeah. That would be in Louisiana. That would be like next to Texas. Wait, what did I think? Oh no, that's You you were right with the new, but not Orleans. New Orleans is a city. New. New. It's a new it's a new state. 
There's a new state up there. It's a new it's state. Not new York. It's not New York. And it's not New Jersey. And it's not New Mexico. There's only one other new state left. Lake Winnipesaukee is in this state. I don't have a clue what you just said. Lake Winnipesaukee? I... Oh, we got to watch What About Bob. Um, it's a great movie. <laughs> for anyone who's in my age demographic out there, for the 12 people that listen to this show, What About Bob? Fantastic film with Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss. Seriously, you have no idea? No. What is... New Hampshire? Ever heard of New Hampshire? I thought New Hampshire was... No, New Hampshire is next to Maine. I New Hampshire was on the, I thought New Hampshire was under Maine. No, it's like it's like under into the left. I mean, it borders Maine. So very interesting. Sweet potatoes with marshmallows. You want to give it a shot? You know, I think Tops is open like for another three hours. We could tell Mom like, Mom, we want to try the sweet potato and marshmallow thing. All right, that's a big no. All right, I just got the I just got the uh, visual no. Don't bother Mom with that. I think your, we might put Mom over the edge if we ask her to make one more thing. What do you think? Probably. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Let's 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 not do that. That's a bad idea. Uh, other things rounding out here. Other things you think you would find on a, a Thanksgiving plate, buddy. What else do you think is on this list? So obviously cranberry mashed potatoes sauce. are. Enough. You know what? You would think you would find cranberries, and I'm as I'm looking at this list right now. Cranberries is not a favorite in any of the fifty states, according to Zipia. There's probably rolls. Rolls is good for two states. Is there pumpkin? Nope, three states. No, four states. Pumpkin pie count as a side dish. Pumpkin pie is not a side dish. That's a dessert. So pumpkin pie okay. is does not count. Um. Mashed potatoes aren't a lot. You got rolls. Actually, there's a vegetable that's on here quite a few times. Like, we don't eat it, but I've heard people eat like green beans. Green bean, green bean, and green bean casserole. Yeah, that that's on about four. That's four states. Um, some people have gravy on here. Like that's not a side. That go you you don't eat turkey without gravy. Yeah, like Montana. Well, listen, like twelve people live in Montana. It might be the same twelve people that listen to our show. Turkey uh, gravy. Turkey gravy. Yeah, because that that's a side dish. Uh, in Kentucky, they do a hash brown casserole. Yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, some states do salad. Idaho does salad, which is absolutely fascinating. You think, you know, because they probably eat potatoes all year long. They, they figure they go with the salad because they eat potatoes all the other holidays of the year. But, yes, the number one side dish for Thanksgiving in Idaho, which is where all our potatoes come from, is salad and not potatoes. Uh, ironic? Absolutely. Rhode Island is carrots. Collard greens in South Carolina. Mac and cheese. You think we should, I mean, obviously not for this year, but what do you think? Do we do we, do we press mom about adding mac and cheese to the Thanksgiving platter? I think we should. Now, it's not going to be like Kraft. Can you stop swinging it? You're going to bump the microphone. I would assume that it wouldn't be Kraft, yes. You're going to make like a homemade thing? You're going to make it? We would. No, would you make it? Yeah. Because, you know, you're like the secret gourmet. Sure. You could put, like, Cheetos in it or something. That would no. be fun. I'd do some cheese, some more cheese, some more cheese. Anyways. All right. Are we all done with Thanksgiving? I believe so. Would you like to talk some football? 
football on Thanksgiving. Listen, I'm kicking the can because I'm really dreading this because I really don't want to talk about how bad the Bills played last week against well, Indianapolis. Well, too bad. All right. All right, why don't you recap the week that was, and we'll cry in our sorrows about the game against Indianapolis. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> You're <laughs> killing me. What are you doing? The Patriots beat the Falcons 25 to nothing on Thursday night football. The football team beat the Panthers 27 to 21. The Indianapolis Colts beat the Bills 41 to 15. You know what's terrible? I actually stopped watching that game in the second quarter. I did too. Oh, the Eagles beat the Saints 40 to 29. Saints putting up 29 against the Eagles. Trevor Simeon. Now, my understanding is they're going to play. Uh, what's his nuts tonight at quarterback? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's going to get the start oh, tonight. Hill's I heard. Playing? Yeah, it's, that's what that, that was the latest report I heard on local sports talk yesterday was uh, Taysom Hill was going to get the start today against the Bills. Uh, the Texans beat the Titans 22-13. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Jets 24-17. Vikings beat the Packers 34-31 with Rodgers almost having 400 yards and Justin Jefferson with a 170. The 49ers beat the Jaguars 30-10. Browns beat the Lions 13-10. But you look at the stats in some of these games here. Like, even that San Francisco game, Jimmy G, buck 76. 30 points. And, you know, Samuel only rushes for 80 yards. Like, it just... Their, re- their leading rusher is a receiver. It's unbelievable. Uh, the Ravens beat the Bears 16-13. Dude, help me understand, like... The Ravens aren't good. How are they winning games? I mean, who is this dude? They, they, they pulled up some dude out of, like, the Inner Harbor because, you know, Lamar didn't play. Who's this Huntley guy? I have no idea. What makes you say the Ravens are bad? They're just... I didn't say they're bad. I just said they're not that good. So you're saying they're not good enough to beat the Bears? I don't know. the bear, Who are you picking today? The Bears or... Well, we'll do Bears in Detroit later, but... Oh, it's so frustrating. The Bengals beat the Raiders 32-13. The Cardinals beat the Seahawks 23-13. Colt McCoy with 330 yards. Colt McCoy, man. Colt McCoy hasn't played in, like, forever. Colt McCoy was a first-round draft choice in, like, I don't know, 1996 or something. No, it was later than that. But um, he was supposed to be big. He came out of, I think, he came out of Oklahoma, I want to say. Uh, maybe it was Texas. Hang on. The me... Chiefs beat the Cowboys 19-9. Um, the Chargers beat the Steelers 41-37. Herbert had 90 rushing yards, which is really... That's a lot for Herbert. Which is really confusing because I have Eckler in fantasy, and he had 41 fantasy points, which means he didn't have 90 yards. And then the Bucks beat the Giants 30-10. And that's the tail of the tape. That's that's it for last week's picks. All right, Drew, let's talk a little bit about last week's game between the Buffalo Bills and Indianapolis Colts. This game was putrid. I mean, yeah, if you're a Bills fan. Putrid. Yeah, sure. I mean, they, they couldn't do anything right in this. They, they literally did nothing right in this game. Like, Sean McDermott could not go back to his team and say, hey, guys, you did this really well. They did nothing right. That's harsh. Is it wrong? No. I mean, what did they do good in this game? 
I mean, this is going to be hard for me to talk about because I literally, I was so frustrated with it. I watched half of it and said, this game's going to get uglier. And sure enough, look at that. I mean, it was 24-7 to at halftime. McKenzie muffs the kickoff. He falls, drops it, and then Indianapolis yeah. runs it to the two, and then Taylor goes over the top for his, like, 17th touchdown of the day. Are we, bo- are we boring you? You literally just yawned into the microphone. Dingling. So yeah, twenty four to seven. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I've got better things to do. I actually came downstairs to work out, and I think I watched the history of the AWA on Peacock. That's where I was at. Did you actually? I really did. I watched the history of the. I learned about Vern Gagne and the AWA. I played Xbox. <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. So Jonathan Taylor ran for like, what did he run for? Like 37,000 yards? Uh, I think it was 185. Yeah, 32 carries for 185 yards, four touchdowns. Also caught three passes for 19 yards and got a touchdown there. He had five touchdowns. That's correct. He had five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that that is what the stat sheet says. He had four rushing touchdowns and one passing touchdown. (laughs) This game was like I'm just I'm I'm really just looking at the stats right now and like Josh Allen twenty one to thirty five for two hundred nine yards two touchdowns which you know the one touchdown was a garbage touchdown at the end two picks both of which were actually I didn't even see the second one but the first pick was just terrible was sacked second pick is where you got tipped up in the air and the guy caught it he's getting you know he only had one sack in this game all right the offensive line the offensive line didn't play that badly. The offensive line is that well, they were better in this game than they were in the game against uh, Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville. Yeah. Th- that game was a trip. This game wasn't much better. Only one sack in this game. A lot of hurries. Um, you know, he fumbled. He didn't lose it, but he, he fumbled again in this game. It seems to me that when Josh Allen gets flustered, he goes right down the toilet. Yeah. Like he takes the weight of the world on his shoulders. His line's not playing well. I mean, and I can appreciate the fact that he feels that he needs to step up and make a play. And, you know, if you want to be MVP, yes, you need to step up and make a play. But be smart about it. And I think he's making a lot of rookie-type mistakes. He's he's regressing in trying to force things that aren't there. A lot of things that he was doing when he was playing as a rookie. Um and right now, that's that's what people are focusing on, and that's what people are seeing. And the guy who played quarterback last year, who would you know drop back three step fire, we're not seeing that. And I I don't Brian Dable's not calling that. You know why do you think they're not calling the three step drop that's, and fire? I've been questioning that too all year. Like last year, like this year, they've. I think the main thing is besides the offensive line, like giving up Allen. The times where Allen doesn't get like given up, I feel like he's—I feel like his just receivers aren't getting open because he just has to sit in the pocket, and then eventually, when his offensive line does have to give up for him, he has to start running for his life and then make some pass. Now, if you think about it, why aren't receivers getting open? I don't know. I can tell you why receivers aren't getting open. Why? At least I'm going to give you my take on it. I could be 100% wrong. I'm not a football guru, just a guy with a basement and a microphone and internet connection. The Bills have zero running game. There's no threat of a run. That's true. So, uh, did you sleep last night? (laughs) But the Bills have zero threat of a running game, am I right? Yeah, you're not wrong. 
long. I mean, Zach Moss. Let's look at Zach Moss's numbers because these are riveting numbers. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Uh, Zach Moss, five carries. No, I'm sorry. Three carries for five yards. His longest run was three yards. Zach Moss is awful. Like, I don't even know why Zach Moss is still on his team. I mean, he of the three running backs between him, Singletary, and Brita, as far as offensive production, Zach Moss – is the worst. He's he's the he's at the bottom, but it sounds like he's the best pass blocker of the three. At least that's what I hear when I listen to the radio here locally, and I listen to the people who talk to the team. That Moss is the best pass blocker, and you know, since we're a pass heavy offense, he stays out on the field because he can help you know pick up the blitzing corner or linebacker, but. As far as production goes... I think Breida's the best actual running back. Well, now, here's the thing. Well, take this with a grain of salt, because Breida's played, what, two games? He played against the Jets, and he's played against Indianapolis, and he yeah. looked like an all-planet guy against the Jets. Um, hey, in, against the, and again, against the Colts with one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, he was averaging over 10 yards a carry. He did. He had five carries for 51 yards. He did have one carry for 28 yards. Um, and a catch for 16 yards. Right. So, he had one... So... Very versatile. I'd like to see him get the ball more. I think he's, as far as from a production standpoint, he's much more productive as far as producing yardage than Zach Moss. I don't know where I'm at with Singletary. Like, there are times he shines, and there are times he looks like he belongs, and then there are times you just look at him and be like, you you couldn't play for Alabama. Yeah, I got a question. And you're playing on an NFL team. You have a question, please. And in, 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 in enlighten us with your question. With Jonathan Taylor, I think his stats this year, he's got like 1,200 yards and like 13 touchdowns, I think, when I looked earlier. He's number one in the league in practically every rushing category. category. So right now he's at 193 rushes, 1,122 yards. He's averaging 5.8 yards per carry. And he's got 13 touchdowns so far on the season. So I'm pretty sure he's first in every category because I saw something on the news earlier about him. And it was like a picture of him, and he was in like first place in like all the running back categories. Now, with no clear person for this thing, do you think Jonathan Taylor could win MVP? Well, let's see. He leads the league in rushing yards, leads the leads in rushing touchdowns. Has the longest rush of the year. Does he? He has the most yards from scrimmage so far this year of any back. He also has the most touchdowns. It's interesting. Here it says he has 15 touchdowns. He might have receiving touchdowns. He must have a couple of receivers. He has 13 rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns. Um, and he's right behind yards per attempt. Nick Chubb leads the league with six. He's at five and a half. He's not far behind. Uh, I mean, he's definitely making a case for. I mean, did you say MVP? Yes. I don't know if he's MVP. I think if he played on a better team, he might have a better shot at being MVP. Why? Indianapolis just doesn't get the, the, the. Indianapolis is like the Bills. They just don't get the recognition by in media. They just don't. So who do you think's the front runner right now for MVP? Hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a toss-up. I mean, who's been the shining star so far this year? Really, nobody. Yeah, you haven't really had it. I mean, 
Pat Mahomes has the most passes completed, passing attempt, and passing yards. I mean, Pat Mahomes is over 3,000 yards. Um, Tom Brady's got 30 touchdown passes already on the year. Uh, I mean, you can make the case for Taylor. You could make you could make a case for Pat Mahomes. I don't know how good it's going to be. You can make a case for Tom Brady. I don't know how good it's going to be. You can make a case for Kyler Murray. Make a case for Stafford. I'm looking at his stats right now. Matt Stafford right now is leading the lead in leads the league in net yards per pass attempt. That's about all he's got going on he right now. Now here's a fun stat: Which quarterback leads the league in game-winning drives and comebacks on the year? Is it Kirk Cousins? It is not Kirk Cousins. Who? It's Justin Herbert oh. with five. That's interesting. Who has the highest completion percentage? Uh, I'm looking. Pass completion percentage. Kyler Murray, 73%. Okay. Well. Jameis Winston has the highest passing touchdown percentage. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, you could definitely make a case for, for Jonathan Taylor as MVP. I mean, after watching what I watched last week and what I've seen, you, you know what? Especially with Henry out and now. Now, I'm looking at these league leaders right now. Yeah. In offensive categories. Tom Brady, Kyler Murray. Cooper Cup. Which quarterback has thrown the most interceptions this year? This is an interesting stat. Most interceptions. Most interceptions. Who's been intercepted the most so far this year? He's thrown 12 interceptions so far this year. Is it Tom Brady? It's Ryan Tannehill. He's thrown 12 interceptions this year. So you look at all these offensive categories for passing, running, and receiving. I'll even throw in special teams for kick returns, kick return yards, all of that. How many Buffalo Bills are on this list? Maybe like. How many Buffalo Bills are on this list? Or what, what categories are being led by a Buffalo Bill? Are there like two? You're going with two. The answer is zero. There is not a single Buffalo Bill leading the league in anything right now. Really? Not one. Not in receiving, receiving yards, receptions. I mean, Cooper Cup is lighting it up there. He's got 85 receptions already on the year. Yeah. Yeah, he's lighting it up. So, There's no, like, Milano for, like, most tackles or anything? Who has most tackles? Tackles right now is... Solo tackles is Denzel Perryman from the Las Vegas Raiders. And him and Bobby Wagner lead the league in combined tackles at 114. Trayvon Diggs has the most interceptions. Yeah, does he have like eight or something? He has eight. So let's talk well, about this week's. So um, yeah, last week was awful. I mean, I'm hoping this week we'll see. I'm hoping this week we just see a better performance. I mean, truthfully, I last week was just so bad. Yeah. So bad. And, you know, you can't blame, you, you can't blame the officiating. Um, and we had that conversation last week. But the Bills still, seven, seven penalties for 56 yards is still too many. They've got to get that number down. They've got to get that number under control. New England, or New England, Indianapolis only had three penalties in this entire game for 30 yards. Buffalo doubled that for 56 yards. Double the penalties, double the yards. Bills were 50% on third down. Indianapolis went eight to twelve on third down. The Bills only had the ball in this game for twenty-two minutes. It's not a lot. Awful. 
Bills had no sacks in this game. Just awful. Yeah. 28 to 19 in first down. Just a terrible, terrible game. Hopefully they can hopefully they can turn it around cuz boy. Right now the Bills are no longer in the lead spot of the AFC East. Here it's the New England Patriots, Darth Vader himself, Bill Belichick back on top of the AFC East. What are your thoughts on that? I honestly have no idea. With Mac Jones at the helm. Unbelievable. I can't, like, besides Mac Jones and, like, Damian Harris, I can't name a single person on that offense. I couldn't either. Mac Jones is all I got. Up until a little bit ago, I thought Julian Edelman still played for that team. He doesn't play for them anymore, just in in case you were wondering. And I can't name, actually, I can name players on their team. Let's talk about So, week 12 injury report, practice status. Beasley and Edmonds both practice this week. Haven't seen yet if they're going to play for sure. I'm assuming Beasley's going to play. Haven't heard about Edmonds. What do you think about A.J. Klein and how A.J. Klein's filled in for Tremaine Edmonds last couple of weeks? Give me your thoughts on Klein's play. He's been playing good. He's been in the the play quite often. I feel like you've seen him quite a bit when you're... Watching the football, you can you'll see him running at the you'll see him running at the ball carrier. I agree with that. I think AJ Klein has been all over the place. I think he's been absolutely fantastic. I really enjoy watching the guy play. Um, he he's just in, he's just there every play. I think he's got a really good sense of the ball and where the ball is going and what's going on. And uh, I really like the guy. So I hope um, I hope he continues to play. I think. You know, Leslie Frazier was on uh, local sports radio here this week and, you know, talked about making some adjustments in regards to defending the run. You know, the Bills play that nickel coverage, and mm-hmm. they bring in the extra They bring in the extra uh, back. You know, they'll have somebody back there extra. You, you know, Taron Johnson is the uh, extra – is the extra uh, – is the extra corner. corner. Yeah, the slot corner and the extra guy in the back. And I guess he was asked this week, have you thought about maybe changing up the formation and maybe, you know, going with three linebackers? to stop the run and changing up the formation a little bit and taking that, you know, nickel corner out and putting in an extra linebacker to help stop the run. Um, and apparently it's something that they've looked they're, they're looking at and considering, but obviously nothing uh, set in stone. What do you think? Do they need to maybe I make uh, – do they need to make some change? Now, good news for the Bills tonight. You know, we'll talk about, the, you know, the, the Saints game. Kamara's out. Alvin Kamara's not playing. Um which reminds me, I should probably update my uh, – oh, and I took Alvin Kamara. He's on my fantasy team, and he's, he's sitting on the bench. Um, but big that's a big help for the Bills. Alvin Kamara is not playing tonight. Yeah, that is a that is a big help for the Bills. So with that, I mean, I guess they could probably stay with the extra uh, – with the slot corner, the nickel corner. But, I mean, going forward, I mean, when you start playing some of these other teams in the league and you start playing against – Teams that got more explosive running backs, you know, we if we end up, we play Carolina, you might want to put in four linebackers. Not a bad idea. Run a four-four. All right, let's talk about the game tonight. Saints Bills. This is being held. Where is this? This is at. It's in the Superdome. Caesars Superdome in the New Orleans. 
uh, the last five times these people played, every, once every four years, New Orleans have won the past five games. The last time they played it was November 12th, 2017, winning 47-10. to 10. Uh, New Orleans leads the all-time series 7-4. to four. And if we look at the stats here, uh, Buffalo is second in points scored and points allowed. New Orleans is 14th in points scored and 10th in points allowed, allowing 21 points and scoring 25. Buffalo is scoring nearly 30 and allowing just over 17. Now, takeaway differential, the Bills have been good at this year. They were first last year until Allen threw p three picks and lost a fumble. Um, the B Buffalo Bills are plus 10 in takeaway. The Saints are plus 3. Um, passing yards, uh, Buffalo is 7th, averaging about 273. New Orleans is... Um, 200 uh, is averaging about 203. Now, the only stat that the New Orleans lead them in is defensive rushing yards, only allowing 89, Buffalo allowing 101. So, those are the um, big stats. And then, New Orleans, New Orleans have a big, uh, some a lot of injuries. They have Lattimore, unquestionable. That that's big. This if he plays. Um, did their kicker on IR? Will Watts had him in fantasy last year. Um, Michael Thomas has been on IR all year. I don't know if he's gonna play at all. I don't even know what's happening with Michael. Yeah, I don't know what the story is here. And then, yeah, I mean, that's about all I got. So as far as keys to victory tonight for the Bills. What are you seeing? I'm seeing. What do um, the Bills got to do? Like, and put them in priority order. Like, on the offensive side of the ball, what must the Bills do? I think they got to – I think they have to give a few things. I think they got to – I'm not saying they have to, like, start him every play, but I think they got to see, like, Brita to see if he really is as good as the stats have shown him the past two games. All right, so more Matt Breida. I agree with you on that. Get, get, let's let's give this guy the ball and see how he does. I agree. What else? And then I think the Bills got to throw quicker passes. I think Allen can't be standing in the pocket for five seconds. They've just got to hit the quicker passes. I agree with you on that. I've been saying that for I think weeks. Those are the two big things. Defensively. On the defensive side of the ball. I think you got to get to Taysom Hill because he's not going to burn you with your arm. He's going to. With his arm, he's going to burn you with his legs. Mm -hmm. I think that's really the only thing they got to do on defense. Oh, uh, you have anything? What about special teams? Special teams, last week's special teams was a colossal disappointment. Yeah. Um, and especially after the McKenzie fumble. Um, you know, and it's it's so interesting because he's so dynamic and he's so he can be so lights out and he can get you a great run, get you some great field position, and then the next play he fumbles. He started off the game with the Bills at, like, the 50-yard line. He did, and, and you know, the, the wheels kind of fell off the wagon after that. Uh, more consistent play. I think that's a big one. Now, the, the weather wasn't great. Tonight they're playing in a dome. So, you know, weather will not be a factor in the game tonight because, again, they're playing indoors. Um, 
but yeah, more consistent play out of special teams, I think, is also super important. Uh, I know Bass, for the first time, like missed a field goal in forever. Uh, yeah. Doink, he did, was, I think it was missed a 55 a yard. He like doinked it off the right upright, and you know, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully they can rebound uh, tonight against the Saints. What's your pick for tonight? I know we're gonna do picks, but what's your pick? I mean, do you think the Bills bounce I back here? I think the Bills are gonna bounce back. Just the Saints with a lot of their key players injured. I think that's a big factor. I'm going to say Buffalo. Um, I'll give you my score prediction, too, I suppose. I'm going to say 31 to 24. 31 to 24. So you think it's going to be a higher score, huh? I do. Interesting. All right. The Bills have not beat the Saints... The Bills have not beat the Saints in the 21st century. That's great. Well, they've probably only played like they only played five times in the 21st century. And New Orleans has won each time. New Orleans won 47. I you said you did the sort. I know, but I'm just I'm looking at it one more time. The Bills, the Bills in their five games that they've played against the Saints. In the past five games. In the past five games, over the past 20 years. The Bills have scored have scored forty seven points in five games. Yep. In the last game that New Orleans played against the Bills, they scored forty seven points. I'm gonna count New Orleans points. Two, two. Do you need an abacus? Their numbers all start with twos, threes, and fours. We've got three games in the single digits. 152. 152 to 47 outscored. That, that's correct. That's, I could have counted wrong. That, well, you know, but it should, what does it show? A lot to a little. Yep. Uh, all right, let's do uh, let's do the weekly picks and unpopular opinions. Okay. All right, buddy. So let's do this week's picks. Uh, we have uh, the three Thanksgiving games this week. So the first game, uh, the noon game, uh, that I believe is being shown on uh, CBS. That is going to be the – actually, might even be on Fox. Um, it's going to be the Detroit Lions playing host to the Chicago Bears. This is the game that will put everybody to sleep. For all the people who are eating early, this game will knock you out after you eat all that turkey. Um, mm-hmm. Who do you like here? I have no idea, honestly. This game's terrible. Yeah. Like, nobody's watching this game. This game is going to be playing in the background of a lot of people's houses, but I don't think people are actually you know going what? to watch it. You know what? You know what? You know what? What? You're going to pick Detroit. Yeah, Hold on. No, come on. Pick a game. Listen, we got all I day. I Google something. What are you Googling? Something. What are you, what are you, what are you putting in the Google machine? What is so important that you got to Google something at this very moment that you just can't... You don't do any research for anything. What do what what does this matter for you? Hold on. What are you doing? You to, hold on. Like people are they're losing interest. They're tuning out right now. <laughs> they're fast forwarding. They're hitting the jump thirty second button on their phones. Okay. Oh, but should I? Uh... Who who are you picking? Let's. I'm picking. I, I'm picking Chicago because Detroit's terrible. I, I want Detroit to run the table. I want them to go 0-16 and one. 
I do. I want them to do for the second time in, you know, what is it, 15 years to, to, to run the table the wrong way. I think it's fa- fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears. Yeah, me too. I okay. Was, I was Googling to see what the two teams all times record was. Yeah, who cares? Oh, oh, good. Yeah, who cares? It doesn't matter. Chicago's going to win. Chicago's 19, 15, and 2. I think the Lions were like 37, 42, and 2. Yeah, Detroit plays every year on Thanksgiving, and they're they're under 500, which is par for the course for them as a franchise. All right, 4 o'clock game. Vegas goes to Dallas. Dallas. I'm going to go with Vegas just because I want to be different, and I hate Dallas. I like Derek Carr. I like Waller. I like Vegas just because I like the city of Las Vegas, and I don't like Dak. I don't like Dallas. I'm going with Vegas. I hope Vegas wins. I am a weirdo. And then Bills last Saints game, Saints and the Bills. Picking the Saints. You just said five minutes ago you were picking the Bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, picking the Bills. Uh, I'm also going to pick the Bills, um, but I'm picking the Bills with caution because I, I don't know what we're going to get. It really depends on which Bills team shows up. If we get the high school football team that showed up last week, you know what? As we go forward, I think I'm going to stop picking the Bills because – the right team's got to show up, and that, that team is there, but they got to show up. Um, I, I, I hate using the term overhyped, but I start to wonder if this team was overhyped starting at the beginning of the year. I'm going to pick Buffalo. I'm not going to give a score because I really have no idea. what This, this game could be It could be 31-24. to 24. This game could be 16-10. to 10. Uh-huh. It could be a game of field goals, which I hope is not the case because that just makes for boring football. Um, so that's the 8 o'clock game tonight. That game is going to be on NBC with Al Michaels and Chris Collingsworth. Listen to that one on the radio on WGR because Chris Collingsworth is the most annoying human being there is. Um, that's my profession. There's my unpopular – actually, it's not unpopular because I think a lot of people share that opinion of Chris Collinsworth. He's just brutal. I'm going to do my unpopular opinion. All right, here we go. Hang on. Okay, buddy, unpopular opinion segment time. Uh, you fire first. Okay, my unpopular opinion – that Jonathan Taylor should win MVP. I don't think that's unpopular. I feel like it's pretty unpopular. Why would it be unpopular? He's, he's like leading the league in like four or five rushing categories. He's a running back. So what? The it's practice. MVP is practically. Yeah, quarterbacks are always the anointed ones. I yeah. I know, but still, man, I I I don't know, man. I think he's solid. I like him. I think he's a good pick. I know you asked that question earlier. I don't know. I think he's making a heck of a case to become MVP. Uh, My unpopular opinion, now this is going to be unpopular. I don't think the Buffalo Bills are winning the AFC East. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think so. I think that if... if I don't know if that's unpopular. I think the Bills will make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to win the AFC East. I I think they're falling off the wagon, and I'm not feeling too confident right now. I'm scared on how New England is playing football right now. I think the next couple of weeks are going to be a lot, but... Yeah, I, uh, I have a lot of nervousness in regards to what's going to be uh, on the horizon for the Buffalo Bills when it comes to the playoffs. So I think they're still going to make the playoffs, but right now I don't see them winning the AFC East. Those are the unpopular opinions for this week, brought to you by us. All right, buddy. Well, listen, that's going to wrap up this episode, uh, our Thanksgiving special here of 2021 of Father and Son Football Talk. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Buddy, did you enjoy it? I did. Fantastic. So listen, uh, let's get ready to uh, have some turkey and have some friends over. We're going to watch some football. Uh, Anything you want to say to the friends out there before we sign off? Food. What are you going to eat the most of today? Food. Which food? Turkey food. You're an obnoxious human being. (laughs) You really are. 
We need turkey food. That's it. The headset's off. He's 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 getting out of here. Well, listen, that's it. The chair's even moving. Everybody can hear that too. What are you doing? Oh my god. <laughs> he's picking up the microphone. Put it back in the stand. What are you no. doing? All right, everybody. Well, listen. Understand hope you have a wonderful media. Thanksgiving with you and your families. Assuming you stayed uh, tuned in for the last, you know, forty-five minutes. Uh, but have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next week on Father and Son Football Talk. Take care, everybody. Goodbye.